hey you. I want to share with you something that I genuinely think will transform your life and your business, to be honest. HDX is open from now until May 17 with a few special bonuses. Join before May 11 and get my eight-week Purpose and Abundance course completely free, which is $888 worth of value. And if you join before May 17, we're actually going to give you $999 off our upcoming Mexico retreat. I mean, how good a freaking deal is that? And if you join before May 17, then you'll be in time for two amazing bonus classes this month in HDX with my personal business consultant, Nikki Rowley. Now, this is the woman that has helped scale my business significantly in the last year or so, and I am sharing her with my HDX community. She'll be teaching on how to grow and scale for business and what strategies and structures will actually get you there. She will also host a bonus business Q&A, which means you can actually ask my consultant anything you want to ask her about growing and scaling your business. This is an opportunity that could transform your life and your business, so don't miss out. I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet today, the Arakwell people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pay my respects to the elders past, present, and emerging. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I'm so excited because I've got the next episode or the next one in our series of our incredible coaches from HDX, the people that work with me to help support you in your human design journey. So Lucy Peel, welcome to the podcast. Oh, I thank you for having me. I'm very honored and excited to be here. Mm, I'm excited to have you here. You were on our recent um, Byron Bay retreat, which was so nice to actually like hug you in real life. We've got two of the coaches coming to Mexico as well. So that's going to be three out of the five in person. I'm so excited. So Lucy is our generator coach. Do you want to share your design with everybody, please? Mm, I am a 2-4 sacral generator, right angle cross of laws. Um, I have three defined channels I've got the 1156 the 3410 and the 360 and I love everything about my design yes you freaking do you're an absolute weapon you are such an incredible human I just asked Lucy before I hit record was like have you always been like this and when I mean like this it's like you are the epitome of a generator. You're lit up. You're excited. You like whenever you speak, everyone's like, really? Oh, tell me more. Tell me more. You know, like I just think it's so exciting to see in real time. 
Um, all right, so let's talk about your journey because this series series is very much inspired to help people. Maybe they're new to human design or maybe they've been elsewhere and it's all confusing. There's too much information. How do we actually integrate it? Now, we're going to talk about generators. We know that 70% of the global population are generators or manifesting generators. So this is going to be a lot of the audience. So tell us, when did you first begin your human design experiment? Okay, I sat down to work that out the other day and I think I'm, uh, it's roughly about four years in. So it was prior to COVID um, that all of this sort of started happening. I reckon about four years, yeah. Mm, Amazing. And what were the like challenges or what was going on in your life that, you know, human design felt like it was some sort of solution to or something to support you in that journey? All right. Well, it was really interesting. Like to reflect back on that time, I actually felt straight away like there was nothing in my life that was that needed to be improved or fixed or changed or I wasn't really searching for anything not consciously anyway uh, but I had a couple of years program that we are involved in with farmers from all over Australia so I'm part of a family farming unit and uh, just started opening my eyes to different things and different ways of life and I started making room in my life for opportunities to come in that I didn't know what they were and turns out human design was one of those but very early on it was in the period of about a fortnight I had three different people in different circles of influence that mentioned human design to me and I was like what is going on here I ran my chart my mind blew and I was hooked from you know the first couple of sentences like I looked at that chart and something overtook my body and I have not gone back. Like I have just, it, it's nearly like almost like an obsession. It's its a way of life. It is so much part of me right now and who I am and my identity going forward in this world. Yeah. Mm, I love this. And because you're one of the people who, I mean, so many people come to human design, integrate it into their life and then their business, you know, and yes, you do that as well. But what I also love about you is that you've integrated into a very different life, you know, this, the way that you do the work that you do in the world and using your human design to support you, um, not being a coach of some kind or just doing human design readings or unpacks or that sort of thing. And and that's, I mean, yes, that's part of what you do, but tell us a little bit about that. Like how have you integrated it into, into your life that is a very different life? <laughs> okay. So, and this is the bridge. I feel like I'm the bridge for, you know, life going forward for those that think you have to be one way or the other. So you you don't. I'm here to tell you, you don't have to be just one way or the other. You can be whoever you are with the fullness of everything. You can integrate, <coughs> sorry, you can integrate all these wonderful pieces of self-development and human design and the gene keys and learning all this, all these practices like, you know, the meditation and, um, you know, a retreat space. You can integrate all of this stuff into everyday life. It doesn't have to be just that or just that. And now I'm Are you back. Yeah, sorry, I went on a tangent there for a second. Would you can you return me to the question? I got a bit excited. Um, oh, I loved it. It's how you've into like how you've integrated into everyday yeah. life. And I love what you were saying. It's like you don't have to be 
one or the other. It doesn't have to be like you live this coaching, spiritual, whatever life, or you live this other life. You can fully integrate. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, yeah. And that's, I feel like I'm the living example for those people around me um, to know that you don't have to be one or the other. I use human design every day, every moment of every day with the people that surround me. Um, I work for myself as well as a part of a family farming unit. So yes, I've got my human design work and um, the sessions that I do with people and and all my learnings there. But my background, my main background is agriculture. So I work with farmers every day and I work with my own family farm, but I also work on different properties throughout two different states in Australia and to be able to go on farm and just, you know, do my job. Like we're doing our work. We're working with the animals. I livestock ultrasound um, sheep mainly. And to just be able to talk freely about human design and just the space that I'm in right now and have people on the receiving end of that just lights me the fuck up. Like I just love it. It. And when people look at you back, some people look at you like you're a weirdo, right? But usually that's when I'm coming from a place of trying to prove um, what I know. Uh, When I'm coming from a space of alignment, you know, you can hook eyes with that other person and there's nothing more fulfilling than than sharing the the so-called woo with everyday life and especially Mm. farmers who are so... I love that. I want to ask you about that because I think we get the question so often, God, how do you talk to people about it? How do you introduce human design to, to people? And I'm kind of like, I say, well, if you're in, just to share what you're learning, but I love your example because you do go from like the, the woo, the spiritual world into this industry that is very old school, very, you know, three-dimensional, yeah. um, you know, that sort of world. And I know that you are the bridge. We, we, Um, in our community, especially um, also on the retreat, like we got to hear all of the stories, how you are bringing so much, um, I'm going to say peace, but really helping the farming community heal their mental health, heal their their wealth, heal their their happiness, all of these things. But I really love because so many people out there do feel challenged actually bringing human design to someone who's not interested in the woo or um, not, you know, finding it hard to explain what it actually is. Do you want to talk about how you do that? How do you go from the woo world to the very 3D world and introduce human design? Yeah. Okay. So when I'm coming from a place of proving it does not work. (laughs) So I know the difference when I'm coming from heart and, you know, um, you know, the space of love as opposed to the space of proving and fear, oh, I've got to show this person that I'm more than the person that sits in this seat. There's more to me and I can help them. You know, like I'm out to save the world. There's two totally different energies that that come with that and I really need to tune in sometimes. But it's usually, you know, I love asking people what their passion is, right? And then when you see them light up and they start talking about their passion, I, I don't do that so that people ask me, but usually that's how it happens. You know, you see someone and you ask them about their passion, not what they do, but what they're passionate about. And then you can see them talking about something that's, you know, it just lights them up, right? You can see them glowing and they, they're on their tangent. And that reminds me of when I'm speaking about human design and, and then, you know, they'll say, oh, what about you? And I'm like, well, actually, some people say it sounds a bit strange, <laughs> but 
you know, this thing called human design. And I'm just like, it's, I don't know, like I can't, I've got to be in it, right? Mm. You know, yeah. And and when it's coming from here, I know that people listen, you know, they take what they need and it's it's like you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Uh, I want to use this really good example. You know, a few weeks ago, this is something that hit really, actually a couple of weeks ago this happened, it's really hit really hit home and I'm using this as an example. First of all, I I went to Gabby Bernstein in Melbourne with a few friends, farming friends, and oh, our girls were sitting around talking, just a normal conversation um, one morning, and we started, we were talking about farming and we were talking about grants. So, you know, we've had flooding in our area and the girls were talking about how they'd applied for this $75,000 flood grant. And I said, oh, you know, pity that's not in our area. And they said, well, why don't you have a look? And I had a look and it turns out we could apply for a $75,000 grant in our shire and I didn't know about this, right? So, and it just really gave me a piece of evidence that you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. So all this is going on inside me that is I just want to share with everybody, not spew out to everyone hopefully, but just share <laughs> with everybody those that want to know. Like people don't know that they can feel better if they don't know that they're not feeling good, right? Yeah. So. I had a really powerful moment last week on farm where I was with a farmer and I knew he wasn't going too well. And we, we this is the thing, we're busy. I'm not having a one-on-one with him. He's behind me, so we're doing the work. He's busy doing. And I just asked him, I just knew he wasn't well. And I said, well, out of out of 10, what's your average day, see that, you know? And he said a two to three. My heart sunk, right? Mm. And I just wanted to give him one or two things to let him know that he could at least sit at a five or a six. You know, mental health is such a huge thing in the farming industry and something I'm really passionate about, but also a lot of the times don't know what to do with. But here I am in like on farm with these real life people who have no idea about what I can do and no idea of the knowledge I know. And if I can just give them a little glimpse you know, just something, a starting point, you know, that bridge, you know, just something to give them some hope to look, to look for that $75,000 grant that they didn't know that was there, that's right there available to them, then, you know, my job is done. So I'm trying to work out, you know, not work out logically, but just allow how that's going to come organically. But it's something I feel deeply passionate about. And a lot of us don't know what we don't know. Yeah, and I love that because we just see, you know, this is such an incredible example of a lit up generator. You know, like you're lit up, you're excited. Um, And again, I think before we hit record, like you're talking about how, you know, your mind wants to plan and be focused and get all the the steps out in front of you. But actually what you're learning and the grant, like the $70,000 grant is a great example, is that you don't need to know. You don't need to have the clarity. You don't need to know. But what you need to know for you is to follow that gut, to follow that cycle and that you know that you will uncover or discover the thing that you need. You know, you'll find the thing that you're looking for. And I think this is such a great example for generators out there because, you know, it's not a waiting around. Like you don't wait around for these things to come to you for you to respond to, you go out, you live every day, you respond to everything that's going on in your life. Um, and from that process, what you need comes to you to respond to. Um, and I really love that. I think that is so incredibly powerful. So tell me, 
when you you first came to human design, you got your your strategy, your authority. Um, you started to experiment with that. You probably resonated with your profile because I feel like every, that's the thing everyone says. I'm like, yeah, totally resonated with my profile. Um, but I actually want to talk about how you started to integrate, uh, let's say your incarnation cross or any other areas of your chart specifically. You know, like I love the, the the North and the South Node on the personality side because that's really helped me understand my, you know, my my work trajectory. Tell us a bit about some part of your chart, might be your incarnation cross, that you've dived deeper into and how have you experimented with that and how has your life changed, behavior behavior changed? Tell us a bit about that. All right. I'm actually going to go. The first thing that comes up for me is my gut. So it's my um, my authority, right? So I knew as soon as I heard that it was sacral that, yep, that's right, that's correct. And I am very aware. I wouldn't say that I always follow my gut, but I am very aware now, very aware in every minute of every day of my gut, even though it's unconsciously defined. Um, I'm very aware when I'm not following it and when I am and I accept full responsibility for when I'm not following that and the consequences that will come from that. And I think that's all just a bit of a learning journey and experience. And I wouldn't say it's not trusting um, my gut. I always trust my gut. It's it's the, I think it's the practice. It's the practice to just allow. Yeah, it's yeah. the allow the practice of allowing because that's really it, you know that has been a really big piece for me is to not hold on to attachment to things. Yeah. Um, so how have you done that? Like, I think that this, this I would imagine resonates with so many people listening. Like it's all well and good to be told that you have sacral authority. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh my God, that sounds so simple, but you've been living an entire life from your mind. So tell us a bit, a bit about that experiment from, and, and we're not saying that you're perfect. I'm not saying it, it's always 100, 100% in alignment, but tell us a bit about that journey of how did you experiment with it? Um, how does it feel in your body? Um, you know, that journey from the mind to the body and really trusting the gut. Mm, okay. So I can actually feel the physical, I can feel the disconnect and I am a split definition as well. So I can physically see the split in my design, which has helped me, my logical mind work it out. Yeah, me too. I get that. <laughs> the logical mind is always looking for evidence. Um, but the, the gut, the gut is a bodily response for me. So for me, uh, it's that expansive or contractive feeling. So it's it's expansive, it's a yes. Um, you know, if it's contractive, it's a no. Fear's different. I've had a different relationship with a sacral yes, but a fear no. Like that's been a very, I don't know, that that that's a continual journey for me. Um, and sometimes it takes facilitation of somebody else with quick yes, no questions to call me out on that bullshit too. So I might be, yeah, saying no, 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 but it's actually fear. And when I'm caught out on that, I'm like, oh, okay, that's triggered something in me. So if it feels good, it's like when, you know, somebody comes up to you with something and, and they, they say something and that first initial little little first initial like split second it feels exciting expansive whatever it might be and then the mind comes in a split second later and that's fear right it's fear and then it's the justification so really tuning into that like a lot of people aren't going to be aware of their sacral response you know if they are unconsciously defined in their sacral um if they have split definition there's going to be 
you know, varying degrees um, about learning how to tap back into that. But I encourage people to listen to the sounds that they're making and also how quickly that mind comes in. So uh, getting someone to, to facilitate quick yes, no questions when you're in a good space, when your mind doesn't have time to think has been probably one of the most effective things for me, especially really early in my journey to trip me up because the brain doesn't work as quick as the gut. Yeah. I love that. And you're bang on, you know, I I really love that so much. And I I just know that's going to be super helpful for our listeners because it is also um, so important that we understand the difference between being out of alignment and being out of our comfort zone. Because so often, and I even had someone ask me on Instagram just the other day, again, you know, like, what if I said no, but actually it was a yes. Oh my God, can I go back? Like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. you just, yep, go for it, you know, because we are in this deconditioning process. So sometimes we will still make decisions from the mind and then realize later. And especially as a, you know, a sacral being, a sacral authority, you can just become aware that perhaps that was a yes, not a no. And mm-hmm give it a shot, you know, like you can't screw this up people. Like just keep experimenting, keep taking imperfect action and you will work it out. Um, so tell us about integrating these, the deeper parts of your, your design. Do you, um, experiment with them? Do you sit with one gate or one gene key? Um, or do you just sort of do it in spits and bursts and tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's so much, isn't there, you know, and especially when you're early on, like that first year or even 18 months, two years into your human design, you want to try and hurry and cover everything. You don't want to miss anything. And you feel like you might be behind. Like I look at the information that's available to us in HDX and it's quite easy to get really overwhelmed, but you know, it's not a race because we're here on our own journeys. There's no competition. You know, mm-hmm. we're here to do it in our own time. And the more you put your pre- self, the more you put pressure on yourself to get through that material, I don't know, it's, it just doesn't seem like that comes from a place of alignment. None of us are going to miss out when that correct time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but look, I, I don't know, like a couple of really important things for me is I, I went through the centres. I did the centres a lot first, what was undefined and then what was defined. So really concentrating on those things that are defined and are my superpowers and and how do I express them? Those things that are open, like being really aware of what was going on around me. I have an undefined heart and I have a totally open solar plexus and that has been an interesting journey. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> just learning that information. It just It's a permission slip, just a breath, you know, take a breath. It's okay. Like I don't need yeah. to know it all. But I love, like, yeah, I went through centres, you know, channels, and then I dove into my incarnation cross a bit. And I didn't resonate with my incarnation cross to start with, um, which was really interesting. But now that I'm aware that it's my being and not my doing, once again, massive. I just think, I love it as well. I so often think that we're just too close to the project, you know, the Mm -hmm. project being us, because I see you as the cross of laws. It's you are changing the values of the agricultural industry. So for me, I'm like, yeah, it's happening. Look at it. It's just right there. Um, but, yeah, and I think sometimes we we can't see the wood for the trees because there's so much information and we're trying to, we're going the wrong way about it. We're trying to fit yeah. ourselves into 
what people say about this incarnation cross as opposed to asking ourselves what's true for me, how do I express that, what does it look like? Um, And I love that you said two things I want to respond to. First thing is that you started with the centres. I think this is so um, undervalued in the human design world because the centres themselves give you so many insights, you know, and then it's much simpler to start from that point of view um, I was trained that way. The the person that I did my certification with um, doesn't even teach type right to the end. She wouldn't teach type at all if it wasn't for strategy because um, she yep. she believes it leads to people astray way too often. Um, and it wasn't, as you guys have heard me say, it wasn't in the initial download. It's something that, that Ra created later so he could teach it. The other thing that I want to respond to that I think is really important is your, your reference to HDX, you know, that we have all of this knowledge and information, but that your recommendation is to go at your own speed and and trust the process. And I love this because this is actually something that we discovered. Um, I had some experiences doing other people's courses, especially when my lines, my um, gate 16 was all about like gathering more mastery, like more skills and, and those sort of things. And I couldn't stand being forced to like I had to get to the end and then I'd have to do something uh, like a l- little test or something before I could go to the next section. And being an MG, I was like, piss off. Like, let me do it the way I want to do it. And that's one of the things that we've done with HDX now is like, no, no more me telling you how you do your experiment. I'm going to give you the framework. I'm going to teach you how to trust your intuition and your authority. And then you're going to follow what's correct for you. So I think you know, me being me, I see the entire world in metaphors. And it's just that metaphor of that's the world we're moving towards, that you have to trust you, your gut, your intuition, your authority, because it's going to take you where you need to go. Because the more you can trust you, the more you can trust your journey, the guidance that's coming into you, the the better you're going to feel and the greater you can serve, the bigger impact you can have, the more people that you can support, serve, empower, teach whatever it is for you. So I love, love, love all of that. Anything you want to respond to there before we get on to sharing how people can find you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I just want to let everybody know that it's really important to not get overwhelmed with gate detail. So gate yeah. detail is something that comes like each to their own. But for me and what I've, I've witnessed and the people that I study with, gate detail needs to come far, far down the track. You know, we need to get these basics um, sorted or integrated or, you know, just getting working in the body before we look into gate detail because it is very overwhelming and it can confuse us tenfold. Yeah. So just 100%. Yeah, take a breath. And I think it's also that piece, you know, like one of the big things for me as well is that if we try and learn it all through the mind too quickly, we're not learning how to really listen to the resonance that's happening yeah. in, our, in our body. And if we can, that's the whole point. Like by the time we get to the gene keys, we want to notice how, the bits that our body resonates with. I'm like, okay, cool, that bit. Let's pay attention to that bit. So I totally agree with that. I think that's so important. You know, one of my favourite um things with the way Jess Bubako teaches. She runs um, a lot of our study groups. She's just about to start an activation sequence study group for you guys. So, um, and maybe even, maybe even it's launched once this goes to air. I'm not really sure when this is going to go to air because I'll be walking the Camino when this goes to air, which is very exciting. Um, But one of the things that she does right at the outset is she just gets you to whatever 
sphere you're working on, whatever jenky you're working on, she will just get, get you to write down the shadow, the gift in the city, and then just ask yourself, what does that mean to me? And I think that is so powerful to first ask yourself what that word means to you, because you're the guru. It's about you. Yes, the gene keys are going to help you refine that. But I love the way that she starts with actually asking your, yourself what that meaning is. So I think that's really, really important. So Lucy, you are, as I said, our generator coach in HDX and you are on my website if people want to book and unpack, but how else can people find you or work with you or learn from you? Mm, Okay. Well, really interesting one because I'm allowing whatever is coming up for me right now. So because the majority of my time in the first half of the year is spent doing my seasonal work in ag, um, I currently only work through readings at the moment. So definitely get onto Emma's website and um, book in a session with me. I've got a lot more availability coming up in the second half of the year. So I'll be more than happy to um, yeah, speak to or share share this wonderful knowledge with whoever would like to know as time goes on through the year. But I'm just waiting to allow to see what what's coming up for me because my life has been very structured and organized up until this last few years and um, my body is just waiting to see what else is going to happen. I'm currently studying BG5 so I've got another 12 months left before I'll be fully certified in that but I'm really looking forward to bringing business into human design into business. Um, it doesn't matter what industry you're in or if you work as an individual but I'm really looking forward to to doing that down the track. So yeah reach out, hit me up on Emma's website um, in the coaching section. Um, Otherwise, I've just got an Instagram page, which I um, have got just a little bit of stuff on at Lucy Peel Human Design, all one word. Um, Yeah, reach out if you want. Amazing. I love it. And for you guys that are in HDX already or thinking about joining, we will so have Lucy coming to teach some BG5 when she's ready. Uh, yes, we will. Um, Awesome. Thank you so much for being with us today, Lucy. So appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, you know, right back at you, like just saying, everybody, I went to uh, Byron retreat, number one retreat, and it was the best four days I have had. Like it was the most aligned four days in my life to date. And I've had some pretty amazing experiences in these last five years. So everybody get on board. Like I'm so excited and I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to join another one soon. Oh my God, that's so exciting. Thank you so much. We just loved having you. You were just such a shining light. Um, And if you guys want to join Byron, it's open. We've just launched it or it's been open maybe two weeks. Who knows when this podcast will go to air. Um, But at the end of the day, there will probably be positions so or um, seats available or they're not seats either. There'll be places available is what I'm trying to say. So check out the links in the show notes. You can find Lucy on my website. You can find her on Instagram. Thank you so much, everyone, from being here for being here today with us. I trust you got what you needed from today's episode. And I so look forward to having you on the next one. Bye for now. Thanks everyone for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also bonus points could you leave a review for me as well on apple it would be greatly appreciated if at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast 
by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.